0: aim a little higher podcast episode 38 you're listening to the aim a little higher podcast helping you stand out in a crowded world
1: and now introducing your host he was an olympic torchbearer, peter jones
0: national entrepreneur of the year and professional branding coach kamal hyman what's up guys welcome to the aim a little higher podcast it's your boy kamal hyman here and it's my absolute pleasure to introduce today's guest Today's guest is a TEDx speaker, Dragon's Den failure, and internet entrepreneur. It's my pleasure to introduce Tom Hunt. Tom, welcome to the show.
1: Hi, Kamal. It's an absolute pleasure.
0: Hey, thanks for taking the time to come on. And I love the the, the tagline introduction, but I won't go into it because I know we're going to get into that later. So for the audience, could you let us know how you came to be this person who has been able to be a TEDx speaker, Dragon's Den failure, and internet entrepreneur. Give us just like a brief background of your journey and how you've come to where you're at now. Yes.
1: I, I'm going to take us back to a a critical point in my life. And this was four years ago on a night bus heading from the north of London to the south of London on the way home from a Halloween party. Okay. Okay, and so I'm 22 at the time. And just for, the, for your reference, from age zero to 22, I'd done nothing entrepreneurial. I'd gone to school. I'd gone to university. I was currently working for Ernst & Young, one of the big accountancy companies, right? Yeah. So that's the backdrop. And I'm on the bus, never done anything entrepreneurial. And me and my friends are coming back from a Halloween party, and we're wearing tights because we, <laughs> <laughs> we wanted to wear tights to the party. And we felt really good, and we looked really good. And so I actually said to my friend who was on the bus with me that we should sell tights for men, like just as a joke, really. And he was like, okay, let's do it. But they're going to have to be leggings with tights to see-through. I was like, okay, fair enough. Now, you may know, Kamal, that when you say, when you're sat with your friends and you talk about stupid business ideas, most of them, like 90% of them will never actually go anywhere, right? Right. (laughs) This one was different because the next day we went onto eBay and we purchased female leggings and we... We got them delivered to our house. We drew a male logo on them so they would become male. And then we went to Brick Lane Market in East London for eight hours on the 22nd of December in 2012 to sell these leggings. Now, we had 18 in stock and we're trying to sell them for £15. How many do you think that we sold?
0: Oh, Brick Lane, eight. I reckon four.
1: Zero pairs. We wow. sold nothing. So... I'm telling this story because what what happened two months later was that we, we persevered and we set up an e-commerce store and we sold our first pair of leggings to someone that we didn't know. And it was that feeling where we helped someone and received money in return that was very, very addictive. And so from that point, when I was 22 after selling that pair of leggings, I was like, I need to leave the corporate world and I need to chase this feeling more, chase helping people and chase receiving value back from helping people. Um, and that has ultimately led me to where I am today, I believe.
0: Ah, I love that. So the mission behind it is that is chasing that feeling and, and helping people more.
1: Yeah. So yeah. Like I get an amazing feeling when I enter into a transaction with someone for a product or service and they are happy Enough with the value that I provided that they provide value back in the form of money.
0: Beautiful, and I love that definition of of uh, money exchange mm-hmm. uh, because yeah. people are often like, oh wow, how does this person gets paid that much? How comes this person doesn't get paid much? And it's like, well, it's about the perceived value. Exactly. You know, is this glass worth ten pounds? Uh, no, is it worth ten pounds to you? Would you rather have the glass or have the ten pound in your pocket? And <laughs> it is literally that simple. So if you want to make more money, you've got to provide. More value, so yeah, I love that. I love that. Uh-huh. So, what made you? At what point did you make the shift to internet entrepreneur? Is it literally that moment from Brick Lane where you said, "Okay, physically it's not working. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do it online." Is it was it that moment that made you think it would be more successful? We,
1: so we, me, it was actually two friends that actually started the leggings business. Um, we, because we we're all working full time in the copper world, so we we were quite constricted in terms of. Where we like location wise, yeah. Um, we also didn't want to invest like the market didn't work right. We proved that it yeah. probably didn't work. Like maybe really? we're doing something wrong on the market, but it probably didn't work. So the the cost, the barrier to entry, like amount of time and money it now takes to put something for sale on the internet is like ridiculously low. Mm-hmm. Like I, like if we wanted to, Kamal, we could now in the next half an hour start a business. And like, put a page up on the on the internet that would sell this product or service, and then we could make sales within today, right yeah, so true and so that is the reason that that we decided to go ahead and put the leggings online now in terms of the the time scale of me becoming an internet entrepreneur, I, I guess yes, when we sold that pair of leggings, I was officially an internet entrepreneur, but it wasn't until two years just under two years after that that i left the corporate world there was a long time like spending investing time and effort into developing the skills that would enable me to create enough value into the world to replace my salary
0: okay powerful stuff powerful stuff and could we get a quick background on the Dragons then yeah what was that so like
1: it, stay, staying with the leggings um feet well the leggings business a year after we started our business i was on my ipad in bed just browsing the internet and i saw that dragon's den was open for applications so i submitted an application in like 10 minutes and they like they took us to the next stage but the problem with my two co-founders thought it was a bad idea which it probably was a bad idea so but i still wanted to do it mainly because i think i just wanted to be on tv that's probably (laughs) or like if (laughs) Like even if we got the money, we probably wouldn't really know what to do. Anyway, so I had to go to BBC Studios on my own in leggings to audition because my two co-founders didn't want to do it. Um, eventually got accepted and then persuaded these my two co-founders to go to Manchester to record. And yeah, the whole the day itself was like so much fun. It was like me and my two best friends, and then we had three models that were just our other friends uh, that would walk out in front of us yes. before our pitch, and. It was just, like, absolutely hilarious. Like the pitch itself, it didn't – our pitch was pretty weak. And we, we can link below, like, the 30 seconds on YouTube where we're just getting destroyed. Yeah, awesome. Uh, we were in there for, like, 15 minutes. We weren't very funny in the Like, we weren't very good in the pitch at all because we were so scared. Yeah. <laughs> but then there was an interview afterwards that, like, we were really funny in, but they didn't show that. Uh-huh. Uh, so, yeah, it was just an amazing experience. And, like, the exposure we got from – for the leggings business for going on and like the whole experience was definitely worth it. It was amazing.
0: Ah, oh, fantastic stuff. So even the positive from the from the failure as you put it. Oh,
1: for sure. Like, yeah, what, I mean what really is failure?
0: <laughs> yeah, time, a, a lesson to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it starts to learn so that's awesome. And what are you excited about right now?
1: So the current business that I'm investing the majority of my time in is called Virtual Valley and it's just a platform that connects virtual systems and entrepreneurs. So we we have a mission over two 2000- thousand up to 2018 in the next two years to give entrepreneurs back a million hours of their time. Now I I believe that if we are successful in doing that, the impact that we'll have on the lives of those entrepreneurs and their businesses. And because we're impacting their businesses, that's going to impact all of their customers. Like that impact that we can have on the world, I think will be absolutely massive. So that, that mission is what really sort of drives me at the moment.
0: I love that. And I love what you're talking about, the, the ripple effect, because that's exactly how it works. You you pour into someone else, their cup overflows and it pours into others. So yeah, I absolutely love that message. And we're going to talk a lot about kind of the personal branding in, in the second half of the interview, but really quickly from you, what does personal branding mean to you and why does it matter? Oh,
1: <laughs> great question. What do they mean to me? Um, so I, I think, your, your personal branding, and this might be an esoteric concept, but your personal branding really is you. It's how you choose to communicate yourself to the world. Mm-hmm. So that, that is my view of what personal branding is. And why is that important? The question you asked is that because in order to lead, I believe, a fulfilling life, you need to be authentic to yourself. So... If you can build this personal brand, which basically just is you, but I think amplified, and then you can build a life where you're helping people through that brand. I think that is the way to, to truly become fulfilled. Powerful. If we, if we we, we take the route that I was taking, I believe with the corporate world, you're like yourself is sort of under, you, you come below this umbrella of a corporation and even on your Twitter handle, they instruct you to say, views are not my own. And so it's almost like your, your, your personal brand or yourself is insignificant and this monster is like the, the important thing. But if you can step outside of that and help people through yourself, I think that's ultimately how you become happy.
0: Ah, I love that. Very interesting, very interesting take on it. So thank you very much. It's, it's so good to get these like refreshing definitions of what personal branding is and before we go into your lesson we're going to jump into the rapid round i'm going to fire a bunch of questions at you You just answer them as honestly as you can yes awesome so what time do you wake up
1: i wake up seven and a half to eight hours after i go to sleep so regardless of when i do go to sleep if i don't have appointments in the morning I, i make sure that i get that sleep because i know i can only work as hard as i sleep as hard
0: Oh, nice. So I love that. Yours is based around the amount of sleep rather than time of sleep. Correct. Awesome. What's one thing you do in the morning to guarantee a productive day?
1: I have a full 45-minute morning ritual, but I think that the key point or the key part of that is meditation. So I do... I'm kind of using Headspace, if anybody... I just thing, downloaded it myself. Yeah. Like so, every morning, like without fail for the past six months, when my friend told me to do it, I've pretty much... The, I think for the rest of my life because it, it like connects you with it, going back to the personal branding, it like connects you with yourself
0: Nice, so you use meditation as a way to, to connect with yourself and start your day off right Exactly Powerful stuff, if you could be any animal which would you be and why?
1: I have that question
0: <laughs> um, It's going to be
1: a blue marlin because the blue marlin is I believe the fastest fish in the sea the blue marlin. Uh, yeah, look it up. Google blue, blue marlin. They're like these beautiful, blue, muscular, really big,
0: fast fish. Nice, love it. We've not had the answer before, so that's awesome. Uh, I, I bet most people say like lion because I'm. Sorry. Yes, yeah, we get a lot of lions, a lot of eagles, and yeah. So no, that's an interesting. What about
1: one. you, Kamal? Which animal are you?
0: Me, uh, tiger. Oh, no tiger i love the tiger they're beautiful uh their their patterns are really unique i was a big tigger fan when i was a child yeah. and they just siberian, look. After their families. White tiger love it or the orange tiger siberian yeah siberian so <laughs> so yeah i love them very very majestic creatures mm-hmm. so what's your favorite dessert
1: i don't really like dessert. um i'm trying not to eat sugar like i i think sugar <laughs> Like, this is probably really negative saying so, I think sugar's like almost as bad as cocaine, like you can get really addicted to it. Wow. Um if I was to have uh, and I was eating sugar, I would have the apple crumble that my mum used to make. You know, the apple and blackberry crumble that my mum used to make um, at home in Chipnam
0: in the wheelchair. So that's what I would have. Nice, nice. Name one thing you couldn't go without.
1: My I, I want to say laptop but that's so like <laughs> it's always working so i'm i'm gonna say something different um my running shoes because ah. I've, yeah like i think if you're going to help people like you need to yourself needs to be healthy and help first and that starts with exercise and if you have running shoes you can safely pretty much
0: you can exercise anywhere so that's what i would choose love that love the answer you are at a karaoke bar. What's your go-to song?
1: Angels by Robbie Williams.
0: Oh, nice. Nice. You. Classic. Uh, tell us something most people don't know about you. Oh, that's really good. That's a really good question.
1: Most people don't know that I'm actually quite introverted. I think in some environments, I can be extroverted. And people are like, Tom, you're so confident. But... In reality, I think my natural state is to be introverted and like sit down and read books and ignore people.
0: Very interesting. And then finally, what's your biggest distraction?
1: At the moment, it's Twitter. <laughs> like, Twitter's so good for connecting with people and stalking people. And so I tried to, I tried to hand over all of the Twitter responsibilities to one of my virtual assistants, but I still find myself like... Going on there to like connect and stalk people.
0: (laughs) I love stalk people. (laughs)
1: Yeah, like you
0: this morning. Brilliant, (laughs) brilliant. So, as you know, we teach the four steps to build a personal brand: discover, design, build, and then present. Which Mm. section have you chosen, and what's the lesson?
1: So, I've chosen the design section, and the lesson for me is to develop an awesome tagline that will really stick in the head of anybody that comes across it. Now I'm going to give two examples of a tagline that I use for myself an example of a tagline I use for Virtual Valley. And then I'm going to outline three sort of guiding principles for you to create your own tagline today. Does that sound good? Beautiful. Okay. So my personal tagline currently, and it does is, Tom Han is a TEDx speaker, dragon stand failure, and internet entrepreneur.
0: Uh-huh.
1: For Virtual Valley, our tagline is hire a, an awesome virtual assistant in five minutes and seven clicks. Okay, so before I jump into the three guiding principles, I'm quickly gonna f- state like the most important thing about your tagline is that it needs to be consistent everywhere people can interact with you. Whether that be online or whether that be in person. So if you stalk me online, if you Google tomhunt.io, everything you see, like the Twitter, Instagram, you should see, if I have this right, and I think I do, you should see the tagline that I just stated the TEDx speaker, dragon, then photo and internet entrepreneur. So, so that's the most important part. And the three guiding principles are A, social proof, B, being remarkable and C, perspectiving. Okay, so I'll quickly run through each of those. So, A, social proof. If in your tagline you can associate yourself with other icons or other personal brands or other brands that your target, let's say, might have in their minds, you can sort of gain authority from them. So, if you take a look at my personal one, I mentioned TEDx, I mentioned Dragon's Den. So, these are two. Brands that are large that people can associate myself with, and then I sort of gain some authority from that. So, number one, so
0: nice.
1: Number two, I mentioned was uh, be remarkable. Yeah, so people are exposed to thousands of thousands of my if you can build a tagline that is different, that stands out, then you're much more likely to have this image of yourself. to stick in the mind of that person. So if you think about the virtual valley example, I have five minutes and seven clicks now. For me, like if, if I was reading that, I'd be like, wow, can you really hire a virtual assistant in five minutes and seven clicks? Like if it's sort of remarkable, and if, I believe is more likely to stick in someone's head. Got you. So social proof, be remarkable. And then finally, perspectiving. Now this is probably, I would say, the most important skill anybody can ever develop. And when I say perspectiving, basically what I mean is the ability to look at the world through the eyes of someone else, so taking their perspective. I think it is especially important if you're building a tagline for a business, so an actual brand or your personal brand, if you're trying to help people directly. And so if you can look at the world through the eyes of that person and try to understand what they're looking for, then I think you can build a compelling tagline. Now, if, if we look at the virtual Valley tagline, hire a virtual assistant in five minutes and seven clicks, I know that a time-starved entrepreneur is looking to, or if looking for convenience. They want to find someone quickly and they want to easily offload some of their tasks so they could spend more time with their family or they can spend more time on the more important tasks in their business. Definitely. So I'm speaking directly to that convenience needs. They can hire a virtual assistant in five minutes and seven clicks as well as being a little bit remarkable. So... The third key to building an awesome tagline is to perspect take the perspective of the person that you're trying to speak to.
0: Boom, love it, and Good it's go. three simple steps that, if you sit down and, and actually spend time on, will help you mould it. Ah, I love that. Thank you. So, thank you very much. And I think you've really answered. I don't only ask how they can implement it, but you've gave it to mm-hmm. us in three steps, which is awesome. And the benefits i think are quite clear the benefits are you will stand out above the rest of your competition or you will be memorable to that person
1: yeah so they'll just have this congruent image of you that's remarkable that they're interested in and that have authority and so i i really want to stress that the point at the start is is the congruency so as well as with your tagline and we were discussing earlier kamal about how the whole rest of your brand needs to be congruent and me going on your site today like i'm like wow all of the design all of the fonts all of the taglines are all aligned like like the color of your website and the color of your twitter profile for example like it's all congruent it's it's like a bonus lesson i think (laughs) congruency is also really key in the tagline in the in the colors and design as well of your personal brand
0: i uh, appreciate it it's all about the orange all about the orange yes see tigers there you go it's tigers again. Uh, yeah, Steve,
1: Steve, that's what i'm talking about right it's so congruent like the stuff you talk about on your podcast the, the animal that you want to be <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: you're an expert i uh, yeah, appreciate it i appreciate it tom thank you so much for your time man. it's been absolutely honored to have you on the show and before we let you go, how can our listeners get in contact with you?
1: So, yeah, um, but if, if you want to help us on our mission to giving back entrepreneurs 1 million hours of their time, you can come to, go to virtualvalley.io. Instead of going through the database, you can just speak to our customer service rep at the, on the bottom right-hand corner so he can actually find a virtual assistant for you for free. So that's virtualvalley.io. Um, me personally, I share my marketing learnings uh, on an email list that you can jump onto at tomhunt.io so that's for me and then twitter yeah or like as we were talking about if congruent so if you go to twitter.com forward slash tomhunt.io
0: that's where you'll find me beautiful so, that's it keeping it congruent keeping it consistent i love it
1: yeah sorry j- just before you go i want to thank you come out for a couple of things one that was a really awesome conversation and um, two i like how you have part of your podcast like the same every episode and how you and how like listeners know they're always going to get like one nugget about personal branding, and that's something that I need to consider with our podcast actually um, is having that consistent part. So that's one of th- what I want to say. Thank you for that learning and that conversation.
0: Hey, I, I appreciate it. No problem. At all. I'm glad I could help you by you coming up to, help, <laughs> to help our audience. It's, it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's beautiful. And I think this is the power of collaboration. Mm-hmm. You know, we do say there's no more competition anymore. It's just collaboration. So. Mm-hmm. people out there with a vision go and meet up with other people with a similar vision to you and join forces man it's like the avengers join <laughs> <laughs> join forces don't have to do this like journey alone <laughs> thank you so much and ladies and gentlemen you can surround yourself with eagles or chickens and you spent time with the true eagle mr tom hunt and myself kamal hyman please continue to aim a little higher and we will see you next time peace Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I know you got so much value out of it. And you're probably sat there thinking, do you know what? I want to build my personal brand. And I know it can seem daunting at first. I mean, where do you start? Let me help you. Just below this podcast player, you'll see a big button that says join the Aim A Little Higher tribe. Join, get signed up, and I'm going to send over to you a crash course in how to build your personal brand. Let's start this journey to help you stand out in this crowded world. Peace.